Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. Well, welcome to the Christian Car Guy, where we bring the kingdom of God through an automotive platform. And uh, if you're wondering why you're hearing a little bit different voice this morning, by the way, good morning, everybody. It is because our wonderful host, Robbie Dumore, is in where is he in New York this morning uh, on family vacation. So uh, we're wishing him a, a good time up there. I uh, hope he's staying warm as we're experiencing some pretty decent weather here in North Carolina. So uh, today, I uh, want to start off by saying again, good morning and happy Easter or almost Easter. Easter, Happy Passover to all of our uh, Jewish friends. And uh, my name is Cameron Horner, and um, I am friends with Robbie Dillmore. You may recognize me from Disciple Magazine, which comes on at 1230. And uh, please feel free to tune into that. We love doing that. Um, this is my first time doing a live radio show, so you guys are going to have to uh, bear with me a little bit as I, as I learn how to do this thing uh, for the first time. So I want to introduce to you guys, everybody out there who I have in the studio with me this morning. Um, first of all, uh, I'm going to introduce our uh, wonderful insurance guy that you may recognize if you're familiar with the show, Bill Mixon. How are you doing today, sir? Wonderful. Glad to be in with you. Great. This is... Uh, this gentleman is my confidence because he's done this before, and I'm, <laughs> and uh, so I, I know that if I mess up, he's going to take it over for us. Uh, the next person that I would like to introduce to you is uh, a lady by the name of Cindy Crompton. Did I say that correctly? You did. Good morning. Good morning. Um, and also Nancy Washburn. Good morning. Did I say that correctly? You did. Awesome. Good, good, good. So today on... Uh, on uh, Christian car guy, I want to introduce these guys because they do something very, very special. They they bring, um, really, I guess, independence to people. And uh, I love that because Jesus Christ came to bring us freedom. And these guys are bringing freedom to people in a very special way. Before I kind of spill the beans about what they do, I, I want to share a little bit about my story just to introduce. We want to make this personal. Um I do want to uh, remind everybody that uh, after our third uh, third break, we're going to go into uh, the what is it called? The Black Book. How, how does how does Robbie say it? The uh, the devotional part about uh, we get the Black Book, which is the Bible, instead of uh, instead of the Blue Book, which the normal car people do. Anyway, sorry, that's something Robbie's supposed to say that I'm supposed to say. So, Cindy. What you did for me, um, which was very unique and, and that I, I just want to say thank you for, is that you gave me freedom. Um, and if, if anybody um, tunes into my show, you've heard my story a few times. And um, I am a 21-year-old, um, and a few years ago I, I had something occur in my life uh, that, that took away a lot of my freedom. And uh, what happened was I had a diving accident, and uh, I broke my neck which left me immediately paralyzed. And um, after that, um, I went off uh, to Atlanta, Georgia for therapy for four months. And I came back home, 
And um, the Lord dropped me into ministry pretty quickly. Um, and it was just kind of me hanging on tight to the Lord and seeing where he brought me. After some time, though, um, my mother, Joanna Horner, who also is part of our radio program, she drove me everywhere. Um, and we were in a, a little Camry and I would jump over into the, into the, into the passenger seat and she would take the wheelchair back around to the trunk and would put it in the trunk for me and we'd hop in the car and drive off. Well, we did this for, uh, probably two, two and a half years at least. Um, and then we, uh, we finally bought a minivan with a, a drop down ramp and, uh, that was, that was a little bit easier because I could get in the, I could get in the ramp and. I would hop in the back, but I still was not able to drive by myself because obviously I was paralyzed. Um, I'm a C6, C7, um, if that means anything to you, but essentially that means I'm paralyzed from the chest down. Also, my hands are very dysfunctional because of that accident. So obviously I don't have the ability to push the gas or push the brake. So how do you drive? Well, Cindy, I guess this is the good way to, to bring you into this. Uh, Cindy uh, Compton, she is uh, with an organization, um, or I guess a, what would you call it? A business. A business, mm-hmm. probably is a better word for it, that does driver rehabilitation. And, um, you know, this is obviously a Christian show. And I really want to bring in Christ into this. And, and you told me before we got started that there is a testimony about how you got into this. Um, so I would like real quick, just um, maybe in just a few words, tell us what you do, and then in a few more words, you can tell us the testimony. So what is it, Cindy, that uh, that you do? Obviously, I've told my story a little bit. Um, just jump in and, and right. give us that. Okay, well, I have this amazing job that I just think is really awesome. I'm an occupational therapist, and um, one of the specialty areas of occupational therapy practice is driver rehabilitation. So my job is to assess individuals that have had a disability, and that can vary, and I think we're going to talk about that later, but um, in their ability to operate a motor vehicle safely. So you're exactly right. The freedom that it offers when someone is able to achieve that success brings huge joy. So I have this great opportunity to interface with people's life to really get them back into a normal routine where mom's not driving Cameron anymore right. and um, you know, a lot Lord. more, a lot more freedom. So Hallelujah. yeah, mom's saying praise the Lord too. So we got, yep. got happy people, but um, so just a little bit about my testimony. So, you know, it really, I, I go all the way back and I'll try to make this fairly brief, but to when I was in occupational therapy school and I remember the lecture when a professor came and spoke about driver rehabilitation and I was pivoted by that lecture and it was really one hour, but to remember some of the distinct things about that lecture, even just attention in driving. And she was given the story of how she got all the way to her work and forgot to drop her child off at daycare and that she was had been distracted in her mind with the day's activities and some of those very specific stories of, you know, what all goes into operating a vehicle from your attention to your physical interface with the vehicle and, you know, all of those. So that was, you know, a part of the beginning that that was just a seed planted way back. And then um, in around 1992, I guess, I moved to North Carolina and was working in an outpatient rehab facility and they were interested in starting a driver rehab program. So I was 
eager to look at that and explore the options of what that would look like. And had been doing that for several years, had that program approved and was working through the facility when some things changed. And, you know, a lot of times the Lord wakes us up by bringing change and change isn't always um, happy change. So, you know, you're, you had a situation, Cameron, that wasn't necessarily happy change, but it's led you in pathways that you didn't necessarily know you would be on. And here you are today. So, you know, I look at that, but one of those changes was I had a change in a supervisor and I went from a job I loved to a job that was very difficult. And every day I brought the verse from Hosea and I read it aloud for probably several months where it said, therefore I will allure you into the desert and there I will speak tender words to you and the valley of doom will become a door of hope. And I would pray that verse and I would say, you know, Lord, I feel like this workplace has become a desert for me. But you say you've allured me to this place. You say you've wooed me to a place that's difficult. And you've said that in that difficult place, you are going to provide a door of hope. And so I really prayed over that verse for months and, you know, just continued to walk in that um, hard place. But then voices around me begin to say, have you ever thought about doing this on your own? So I had engineers that I worked with saying, you should really think about going out on your own, Cindy. And then I had a client's um, mother who said, you know, if you ever went out on your own, we would just suspend training until you were up and going and work with you privately. And I had a local driving instructor who said, have you ever thought about doing your own business? And so, you know, when the Lord uses other voices to speak to you in multiple directions, you better have your ears open. <laughs> yes, yeah, like he was bringing you all kinds of words. I love the, the mouth of two or three witnesses right there is confirming that right. to you. Right. So, so that began, um, you know, really just a process of determining if that was the right move. And I met with a small business, um, entrepreneurial business center, and then, you know, shorten the story from that point, started my own business in 1997, working specifically in the area of driver rehabilitation. So that answers one of my questions was, how long have you been doing this? So Over 20 years. Over 20 years. So lots of experience. Lots of, that's awesome. Um, everyone, I want to uh, embarrass Miss Cindy a little bit. It is, uh, today is her birthday. And uh, so I just want to say thank you so much for coming in on your special day. Um, that's our music. So we will be going to a break here in just a minute. But, um, guys, call in. Call in for us. Uh, our number is, uh, what's our number? Is it 833? Again, i got to pull up this stuff. It is 866-34-TRUTH is our number. There it is on the backboard. Guys, y'all are going to have to bear with me. This is my first time doing it. Call us in. Tell us your stories. Ask some questions. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy, where we bring the kingdom of God through an automotive platform. Now, normally we have a gentleman named Robbie Dillmore as our normal host, but Robbie is up in beautiful New York on a family vacation this week. So uh, we pray that he's having a fun time and a little bit colder weather, but I keep bringing that up because I do not like the cold. Uh, my name is Cameron Horner, and I am a guest hosting, filling in, whatever whatever you want to call it, for him this week. And um, we have a few people in here, the studio with us. Uh, Cindy Compton, who has been sharing her uh, Crompton, sorry, 
been sharing her story. She is a driver rehabilitation specialist, and uh, she told us just a moment ago her testimony of getting into the business. We also have Nancy Washburn, who works with Miss Cindy, and uh, Bill Mixon, who is our insurance specialist in here with us. He's my confidence. Um, again, this is my first time doing live radio, so I'm really having a good time in here. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up uh, that Robbie does that I think is, is wonderful is the Jesus Labor of Love, uh, I don't know what he calls it, movement or Jesus Labor of Love uh, mission where he uh, he allows people who have car issues um, such as uh, single mothers, um, widows, or struggling families to uh, to go to the website, which is thechristiancarguy.com, I believe. And um, and submit uh, some stuff to to get uh, car uh, free car labor done. Um, the supplies do have to be paid for, but the labor is free. However, Robbie has asked me to uh, do a specific favor, and that is to share this little bit of story. We have a lady in New York who has really been struggling. She's a single mother with uh, several children, and her brakes have been going bad for a while, and has not been able to. Um, not been able to get the money raised for uh, for the parts or the services. So the services will be free, but uh, the parts she's still struggling with. So Robbie has asked if I would uh, ask the audience if anybody would be willing, um, just out of the goodness of their heart, to uh, send in some money if the if the Lord has put it on your heart. The address you can send it to is, uh, see if I can say this right, 234 Sara Lane. It is, that's 2, I'm sorry, 238 S-A-U-R-A Lane, and that is Winston-Salem, North Carolina, 27107. You can go to the website and get that as well. So I want to hear some people calling in. We're talking about driver rehabilitation. My personal story is that uh, I had some rehabilitation done myself that gave me freedom. Um, so I can now drive after a, uh, an accident that I had three years ago that put me in a wheelchair Mama drove me around for two years, but then I met Miss Cindy, and uh, she has got me rehabilitated back. I've been now driving for a few months, and so many doors of freedom have been opened back up to me for this. So I would like to hear stories um, from anybody out there who maybe has had a similar incident, and they are, you know, they have been re- given some freedom through some rehabilitation where they're driving. Um, I'd also, I personally have a obviously the need to go to handicapped parking spots now because I have a ramp on a van. And uh, I have some funny stories about parking issues that I've had. If anybody out there has some funny stories they'd like to share with us, please feel free to call in. The number is 866-34-TRUTH. That is 866-348-7884. Cindy, I want to get you on here in just a second, but we've got a caller, um, Eileen from Greensboro, you are on the Christian Car Guy Truth Radio Broadcasting Network. How are you today? I'm doing fine, thank you. Excellent. What have you got for us today? Well, I met Cindy through um, my daughter who's in California. I had purchased a, um, my husband actually purchased a, a Nissan, a modern Nissan in Winston-Salem. And my daughter called Kelly, who was the sales rep that sold us the car, and said, is there anybody you know that can um, um, fix uh, the car and put in a unit that where my mother can drive? I'm a post-polio, and two years ago, 
right leg just ceased to function. I had driven from here to New York, went out one day to use the car, and the right leg would not move. But I'm going through that now. I'm going through the post-polio where the weakness is coming back. Mm. And so um, they recommended Cindy at Driver Rehab. And so uh, my daughter set up the whole, um, you know, evaluation, and uh, I met her, and um, it was the best thing that could have happened to me. Oh, um, except for you. I learned how to drive. What? Except for your daughter. She's the best thing that happened because she really advocated for you, Eileen. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Yeah, and she's um, between her and Kelly, I, I got to meet you and um, Del, Del um, um, and yourself took me out, taught me how to drive up with that left leg. And I got the unit put in the new car and I have been driving. And I hadn't driven for two years and I thought I wouldn't be able to because. I and I had the driver's test. I passed that with flying colors, and I had all all to say thank you to you, Cindy, and my daughter for investigating and getting out there and finding you. Thanks, Eileen. Yeah, you did a great job, and I just—I mean—that's what's so great about these stories is there is such freedom and independence, and you know, even the relationship between spouses, because you know, your story when you come in is my husband's driving me everywhere and I can't just have that right. opportunity to, you know, go out and get my nails done or whatever it might be that you want your own girl freedom time to be able to accomplish. And yeah, you did great. You know, Eileen, you said something that really actually jumped out to me. Um, you weren't sure if you would, uh, you'd be able to drive. And I have heard that just, uh, I kind of want to Part of my purpose uh, that I'd like to, to to bring out today is kind of awareness, I guess the best word. I've heard so many uh, people, especially spinal cord injury, because that's what I had, and I know people with spinal cord injury, that said, you know, I didn't know I could drive, or wow, I can actually drive, I didn't know that. And so I just want to encourage people out there, if you're, if you're handicapped, wondering, can I actually get this freedom back, you know, there, there is the opportunity to um so sandy i'd like to eileen thank you so much for being on and for telling that story that's just wonderful um when we come back sandy i would like for you to tell us some of the 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 people that you've come across the different disabilities and just the wide range of freedom that people have uh 866-34-TRUTH give us a call tell us your stories ask us questions I'd like to hear some funny stories about parking issues, if anybody's got any. Uh, When we come back, also, Robbie's on the line. So give us a call. Looking for my wallet and my car keys. Well, it can't have gone too far. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome back to the glasses. Christian Car Guy, where we bring the kingdom of God sure through an automotive platform. And uh, my name is Cameron Horner. Usually Robbie Dillmore is in here, but he's up in New York. And uh, we actually have Robbie waiting on the line. And Robbie, um, you're going to have to hold on just one second while I reintroduce our people. Uh, Miss Cindy Crompton, who is a driver rehabilitation Specialist, um, she has given me freedom in the past as I had a diving accident three years ago and was completely lost my ability to drive um, because obviously you need your your feet and I was paralyzed when this happened and so now she has uh, gotten me rehabilitated in the driving world using hand controls 
and she's going to tell us a little bit more about that here in just a moment. We also have Nancy Washburn, who uh, we hope to hear from in a moment, and uh, Bill Mixon. So uh, call us in, 866-34-TRUTH. I want to hear some stories, stuff like that. We have Robbie on the line. Robbie is up in New York, and he has decided to call in. What a what a privilege. Robbie, how are you today? Sorry I've, if I'm messing up your show. I'm trying my best here. You're not. I'm, I'm wonderful. I'm actually in Illinois, though. It's okay. I'm with my mom. Oh, you're in Illinois. And my okay. sister. Yes. We, 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 we drive around a lot for Christian car guys, but on some miles. But, I did, you know, on this topic, it, it's, it's, it's up close and personal with me. Um, as I was in a wheelchair for about a year, and it opens up your eyes to a lot of things, like you described, the handicap parking. A lot of folks don't realize that that width that are in handicapped parking places are for your uh, ramp to come out. And so when they're in the handicapped parking, they don't absolutely necessarily need to be there. And you're having to park somewhere, and you need that ramp width in order to get out. I had a, a couple occasions where, you know, there was ice and snow on the ground. Next thing I know, I've got to go way to the back of the parking lot. The poor person trying to push me, slipping and falling. We're trying to get around because we had to find a place with enough width to get the ramp out. Yeah. And you probably know that on a level that... Um... <laughs> so I'll, I'll tell a funny story, and then I want to jump over to uh, Miss Cindy because she's got some good information for us. But funny story along those lines, Robbie. I was coming out of... Uh, uh, Kind of a nice restaurant in, in Burlington, uh, which is where I'm out of. And um, it was a Friday night. I was actually about to go off to lead a Bible study. And I was in there because, you know, I knew they had good parking. And sometimes you just you choose your restaurants based on your parking. So I go, the handicapped parking space, wide open. Um, go in, have my meal, come back out. And uh, a Mercedes, nice Mercedes, has pulled up into the into the place where, like you said, the ramp, because I have a ramp on my van, is supposed to drop out. Well, if, if the ramp can't drop out, then I can't get in the vehicle, and there's no way for me to rectify the situation. So I'm looking at this Mercedes, and literally it is just close enough that the ramp can't fall. And I'm thinking, so this is middle of the winter. It's drizzling outside. I'm thinking, okay, what am I going to do? My hands are wet. I'm having to push back inside. So thankfully, somebody that I somebody came out, saw my situation, said, you know, I'll walk in and let them know. And they, they did. And there was actually somebody inside that I knew and who knew the owner. The owner and my friend walked out. And um, I wasn't supposed to do it. And Cindy, you're not going to like this. But I gave the guy a crash course on how to use hand control so we wouldn't have to dismantle everything so that he could use the the gas and brake. So, so my friend goes around to the driver's side. He 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 sits down. I, I explain. Just say, look, all you got to do is hold the brake, which is pushing forward on on the hand control, and just let it roll back a little bit. We'll drop the ramp. We'll be good. So yeah, I, I'm very familiar, and I'd like to bring you know some awareness to the community. If you see, especially a van in one of those handicapped parking spaces, please, please, please do not park so close that we can't drop drop the ramp also if there's a if you don't need the spot please don't park there and i'm not trying to have animosity but there's a lot of us out there who need it um so yeah, along there's, those, there, i did actually have another funny story yeah go for I'll it share real quick and i'll get off <laughs> it's right. not funny but it's also something to bring awareness 
when your car has hand controls, and there's a lot of folks out there that have them, you need to make sure that it's the people that are servicing your car are extremely aware of how to use those things. Because we had a technician literally drive through a wall in the dealership there in, in, in Winston-Salem because he accidentally, you know, pushed on the gas in the wrong way and stuck it wide open. And, he, and so, you know, if you're going to be letting somebody else use your car or you bring it in for service or whatever, it's something to give somebody a crash course real quick on how to make sure that they, you know, Okay, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to jump in here on this one because most of the vehicles are easily accessible for an able-bodied person to use the normal controls. And so what I would instruct on and do instruct on everyone is um, that it's most most vehicles with hand controls have a pedal guard to allow um, an obstruction so the disabled person's foot doesn't get on or under either the gas or brake pedal. But that's a quick release pull that takes about a half a second to release. And then the person so you say, can and use I their regular have... foot and you <laughs> should have let somebody use their regular foot to drive out. But at least you were coasting. But that your story is happened all over the nation. We at national conferences talk about, I believe it was in Atlanta, where a Walmart worker hit a pole and killed himself. Um, wow. that was at the, you know, automotive shop, gonna pull it in for tires or something. And it's, it's not, it's not funny. There's so many risks that can be involved when someone that shouldn't be driving with the adaptive equipment attempts to. I had a client who ran over all their patio furniture, their, their spouse did, just trying to move the vehicle in the lane. And all of these vehicles are adapted, um, with the ability for the able-bodied person to use the regular controls with very, very few exceptions to that and, yeah you know, my my mother actually drove she came up with us she uh she drives uh we just take the hand controls off she drives all the way up here and all the way back just because it's a little bit longer than i like to but so I, I, it's a I quick disconnect Cameron, that was that was a, a point of awareness for a lot of yes. folks of course in this case the mechanics you know looking back on it 15 years later it's kind of funny but it's certainly not a fun Situation right. And I will say if that was 15 years ago, some of the technology today has lockout features on the hand controls. So part of the instruction when a person's getting their vehicle modified is to understand how to lock out the accelerator on their hand control. So if someone wants to get curious, um, they are not going to end up in a situation that they regret. Yeah, well, great job, Cameron. I'll let you go. It was great talking with you. Thank you, Robbie. Thanks for coming on. All right, so Miss Cindy, I have a question for you. I hear a lot of times from from disabled people that you know that I come across. You know, being in ministry, one of the things that we do is is I'm in a wheelchair. I'm I'm wanting to minister to those who are in wheelchairs. You know, bringing Jesus to them. And I hear a lot of times, "Wow, I didn't know I could drive." And you just hear that despair, almost like I don't have this freedom. I didn't know I could have it. Can you tell us the various disabilities that have the ability to to come to you or somebody and 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 be able to drive in along sure, those lines. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, how it works depending on the disability. Okay. So I see everything from the fourteen year old disabled driver who is getting a permit and um, really wants to be able to assume driving for the first time and that wow. tends to be more like the cerebral palsy individual, spina bifida, learning disabilities, ADHD, autism, high level autism. So that can be, you know, a wide gamut. And then there's really those folks who had something occur to them that was a surprise, a stroke, a brain injury, a spinal cord injury. 
um, that, you know, kind of changed the course of their normal routine and they may have been a driver, but now cannot drive. And then, yeah, that's your story. And then I see the dementia client where the, um, state physician licensing agency, you know, there may be a multitude of sources. The adult children are asking the question, is my parent with dementia able to drive safely? And obviously that's mild dementia, but where there's the question of, you know, can they still maintain independence in the process of this early stage of the disease? So wide variety of folks, wide variety of disabilities, everything from adaptive equipment, which is your case, you know, physical impairments are typically the easiest because you can really look at is there a way to interface an adaptive device to the strengths of this person to allow them to be on the road safely. And then the more difficult ones typically are the folks with cognitive impairments because the amount of decisions that you make behind the wheel um, to safely navigate traffic and make quick judgments and be able to handle unexpected situations if that's impaired can lead to a dangerous situation. And so you know, we need to assess all of those components and their safety in regards to driving. So, Cindy, can you tell me some of the, the more unique? I, I've heard some stories about um, different ways that you do adapt the driving, you know, uh, situation. Mine, I just have pretty much hand controls where I use one hand to gas and brake and one hand to, to steer with. Well, sorry, we're going to have to cut that short. That's our uh, our music We're going into a break. We'll keep when, people in suspense. I'll tell the story of a foot steering system okay. when we come back. I'd like to hear that. And also when we come back, appraisal by the re- by the real black book. I got it right this time. Um, we're going to have a quick devotional thing that uh, we're talking about hand controls. And here at Easter time, we, we know Jesus' hands and feet in a unique way. They're in the ground. His body lay, light of the world by darkness slain, then bursting forth in glorious day, up from the grave he rose again, and as he stands in victory, since curse has lost, it's grip on me For I am His And He is mine Bought with the precious blood of Christ You are listening no to The Christian Car Guy And uh, I am on for Robbie Dealmore, Who is uh, out of state And um, here on The Christian Car Guy We bring the kingdom of God To an automotive platform And today we're talking about Driver rehabilitation, and my personal story is, you know, I had a diving accident three years ago and have been given freedom through this service myself. Um, Cindy, we're, we're, we're pressed for time, so I want to jump right in. And you had a story for us. Um, before we left, we asked her to share some unique uh, ways that people have been rehabilitated into the driving world. So you had a, a unique uh, method that you use for certain people. Can you tell us about it? Well, I've just had one client, but you were asking about some of the most um, unusual, I guess, modifications. But this individual could not use his arms. He's born with a disability that impeded use of his arms, and he had normal use of his legs. So he had a foot steering system, which is basically a steering wheel mounted on the floor to the left of the wow. brake pedal, used his left foot to dock into a slip-on boat shoe that was secured to that 
metal steering wheel on the floor and then use the right foot to operate gas and brake. And no way. Yeah, I mean, it's just amazing. And he could access the horn and turn signals and windshield wipers. And I take that video when I speak to groups because it's always the one that leaves people just awed at the ability to function. And he drove to work every day. Wow. And I think he held two jobs and very independent. That is fantastic. So that just proves our point that I've been saying. I hear a lot of people say, can I actually drive? Uh, yeah. Contact. Um, and actually, maybe that leads me into Miss Nancy. That might be the best time for you to come in. How does somebody, if they're if they're wondering if they can get into this, what's the how do you start this process? Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, nationally, there are occupational therapists who work in the field of driver rehabilitation. And so I would say... To really determine what your needs are, what kind of adaptive equipment that could be available to help you seek out somebody in your local area who is a certified driver rehab specialist. You're welcome to contact us, send us an email, and we can also help you know help you know people across the nation that can do this. So get an assessment, know what you need, get a professional walking alongside of you to help you navigate this process and figure out how to get back to some great measures of independence. Great. And if you want to find their website, it is posted on ChristianCarGuide.com. Um, Bill, I'm going to bring you in uh, here now. Uh, what are You're our insurance guy. So what are some of the, uh, the insurance needs or difficulties or, you know, how does somebody get insured after they, you know, they've got the, the car fixed up? Just give some light in that. Generally, in most states, whatever is on the car when it leaves the factory is the only thing that's covered under the collision and the comprehensive. So if you've added uh, special lights or you've added uh, running boards or if you've added special equipment for um, helping you get in or drive the car, that's not covered under the basic policy. As Some of these can cost thousands and thousands of dollars. In some states, it costs absolutely nothing to add the cost of this equipment, but it's got to be added. So what I recommend is if you've got special equipment, you've added special modifications, you want to email your insurance agent and say, these are the things that I've added. This is the cost. They generally need some type of bill of sale that explains exactly what it is and say, I would like to have this insured for theft and for collision. Uh, let me know how much the cost will be. Then keep that email they send you back. But this is expensive stuff, and you want to make sure it's protected. That That is a great. We did have a client who recently called in, and they had gotten extra coverage on the hand controls they put in on their vehicle. And so the damage was, the you know, the cost to get them repaired. You don't want to drive with hand controls that have been damaged. So the insurance company was able to then get them a new pair of hand controls and get new installation done. But they had gone that step and done that, contacted their insurance agent, like you were saying, to say, I do have this equipment to make sure it's insured in case there is an accident. Great. Yeah, I can't. After after getting this freedom, I can't imagine, oh, my hand controls are broken. And then, Mama, can you drive me around for two more years again? So. Well, thank you so much, uh, Mr. Bill. Yeah, I just think, Cameron, i got to go back to your yeah, story. But one it. of the favorite things for me, just to bring it back to you a little bit, is before I ever met you, my kids had met you when you did your test, shared your testimony at their school. And so they oh, came wow. home and said, this guy came in his wheelchair, Mom, and he was awesome. And I'm like, is he driving? 
<laughs> so, you know, it's my first oh, wow. question. They're like, I don't know. And I'm like, you're my kid. You should ask him that. But anyway, <laughs> so then when you came to see me, just knowing that and then, you know, going full circle to now I see you out and about in the community. And I love that you're in my local community as well, because I don't always get to see the, you know, end of the story. But even recently, you know, I ran into you oh, over at the right. food yep. co-op and you're sitting there I'm like, Cameron. All by myself. Yeah, Mama all by yourself. And you were studying and having <laughs> dinner and. You know, it's just, it really is heartwarming to see everything come full circle. And you're right that if you have felt that sense of independence again and you've lost it because of something unfortunate, it might not even be your fault. But right, get your, get your, everything insured so you can move back into that process of independence as soon as you can. I wanted to add that the great thing that we get to experience is people do share with us how it impacts their lives. And one of our uh, clients that we saw, she called and she said, you'll never guess where I am. And I said, where are you? She said, I'm at the mall. I'm buying a wedding present for a friend, and I've not been in the mall in four years. Oh, wow. Just that freedom that people need. Driving is an everyday task, so getting to and from your job, you know, to care for your family or getting to your grocery store, your doctor's appointment, taking your kids to school. Those are things I think a lot of people don't think about in terms of what you lose when something happens to you to impair your ability to drive. So yeah. the, the goal for returning to driving is to help you function in a way that lets you get back to some normalcy as well as to keep you safe while you're doing that. So I want to go into our next section, uh, which is called Appraisal by the Real Black Book, where we search the Bible for understanding. But before I do, I just want to kind of close out this by, by saying, if you're out there, you don't know if you can drive or not, Search it out. Search it out. Go to uh, go to ChristianCarGuy.com. Uh, look up these guys, or find find someone in your local area who, who can who can give you information about this. Um, so for today's devotional, since we're talking about hand controls, um, I want to uh, to go to what Paul does in uh, in the Bible, and he compares us to the body of Christ, and specifically, I want to talk about us being the hands and feet of Jesus. And since it's Easter, we know the hands and feet of Jesus in a unique way. Jesus' hands and Jesus' feet were pierced for us. They were pierced for us. And Jesus took up his cross for us, and he calls us, if we're going to follow him, to do the same. So if we are the hands and feet of Jesus Christ, then when we reach out in love, people see our hands as pierced what does that look like that means that we have taken up our cross and said i will suffer in this age to bring love and jesus christ to you so in this easter season remember jesus christ took up his cross for you he took up his cross for me be willing to take up your cross for the world around you to bring the kingdom of god to the people around you this has been the christian car guy jesus loves you Happy Easter, happy Passover. Thanks for listening.